It's been a month, but it feels as if a year has passed since the Eagles last won a game. Losses at Seattle and here to Green Bay hurt, but last Sunday's calamity in Cincinnati was a crusher. Good afternoon, everyone. Merrill Reese and Mike Quick at Lincoln Financial Field as the Eagles meet the Washington Redskins. And it's going to be a 45-yard attempt for Caleb Sturgis. He's 25 for 30 on the season. Ball is spotted. The kick is away. It's got plenty of distance. It's good. 3-0 Eagles. Lynch takes the snap. He looks, he fires, and it is good. Touchdown! Darren Sproles, fourth quarter of the end zone. Eagles offense finally scores a touchdown against the Redskins. How did Sproles get so wide open? They didn't see him? Too small. That goes Cousins. He's stepping up. He's going deep down the center of the field, and it is caught. Deshaun Jackson, and he's going to go. And he drops into the end zone. A bomb. Deshaun Jackson got beyond Leotis McKelvin and went 80 yards for a touchdown. That's all it takes. You know that Deshaun Jackson can blow the top off of your defense. Cousins back again, looks right, throws right, and it's intercepted. Leotis McKelvin down the sideline, touchdown! Leotis <laughs> McKelvin picked it off, and there is intercepted number nine. There's number nine. I just said it. So, Trey Burton, if he can get the ball to Donnie Jones, the Eagles potentially could take the lead. Let's see. Ball snapped high. He gets it down. It is away, and it is gone! Give this one to Donnie Jones. <laughs> Donnie Jones pulled it out of the sky, and the Eagles take a 22-21 lead. He flips it to Thompson. Thompson turns the corner. He's across the 20, the 10, the 5 touchdown. Chris Thompson. Easy. He's back. Here comes the rush. They hit him. The football's loose. Fighting for the football. Redskins have it. Game is over. With 12 seconds to go, Ryan Kerrigan finally ended it. Welcome to our latest Eagles Live podcast, Instant Reaction from Lincoln Financial Field on Sunday. I'm insider Dave Spadaro, and the Eagles losing to the Washington Redskins 27-22. An extremely physical football game. We'll get into that in a moment. First, we go into the locker room. The Eagles, second and 10 at the Washington 14-yard line. 21 seconds left in the game. Trailing by five points. An opportunity for rookie quarterback Carson Wentz to put the ball in the end zone and get that coveted end-of-the-game comeback victory. Did not happen for the Eagles. Wentz was sacked by Ryan Kerrigan, an Eagles killer once again. Kerrigan running over right tackle Matt Tobin, the fourth-string right tackle for the Philadelphia Eagles, and that's an indication of just what happened in this football game. Tobin talked about it after the game. Kerrigan, an all-pro, just got the edge and decked number 11, forced a fumble that Trent Murphy recovered. Ball game over, and the Eagles now 5-8. and eight. I don't think so. I just think he, he made a play. I didn't make the play. He did. Yeah, he just beat me around the edge. Got around the edge with speed. 
The Eagles took a 22-21 lead. Late in the game, 4.59 to go. Caleb Sturgis, a 41-yard field goal. The snap coming from third-string long snapper Trey Burton, who was in there because John Dorenbos, who on this day tied Harold Carmichael for the most consecutive games played in franchise history. He went out of the game with a right wrist injury, replaced by Brent Selleck, who went out of the game with a stinger. So it was up to Burton, who put the snap in place. Donnie Jones, a fine hold, and Sturgis had the kick up and good from 41 yards. And under five minutes to go in the game, but here come the Redskins once again, 77 yards on eight plays. Chris Thompson, 25-yard touchdown run, as you heard from Maryland Mike, and the Eagles go down 27-22. Let's go around the locker room and find out what this football team thought of a spirited, energetic, and physical effort, but again, not enough for the Eagles. Zach Ertz, Eagles tight end, 10 catches, 112 yards. Tough week for Ertz as we talk in the locker room one-on-one. Zach, you're on the field that last drive. What's going through your mind? Touchdowns, obviously. We thought we were going to score. We thought we had the play calls to score. We were playing inspired football throughout the game. The fans were great all day. We were feeding off them the entire game. We thought we were going to pull it out. What was the call on that? Do you remember what that last play was? Uh, Yeah, it was one of our base red zone plays. They kind of gave us a coverage that they didn't really show all game. So I don't know if Carson had a hold on the ball or what happened back there. I didn't really get a chance to watch it, but it was one of our base red zone plays, and yeah, we just didn't execute. And your feeling as you you leave today? Uh, distraught, empty. Everyone left it all on the field today. So no one has really anything left in the tank. But we just got to watch the film, learn from it, and get better. Do you think someday you'll look back at the season and go, gosh, so many close games. We really learned from all these close games. <sighs> Maybe in the future. But right now, everyone's just so frustrated, distraught about the losses. We put so much into this game. You never really look at the future in this league because people say it stands for not for long for a reason. So we're just learning. You know, I think the team's going to learn from it in the long run. But right now, we're pretty upset about it. Zach, you continue to be very productive in the past game. Uh, what are your feelings about the way you're being used and the opportunities that you're getting and the way you're taking advantage of those opportunities? Yeah, I'm just trying to be the best teammate I can. Whatever the coaches need from me, whatever the quarterback needs from me, whatever my teammates need from me, I'm willing to do, whether that's pass protection, pass game, running game. I'm just trying to do everything I can for this team and hopefully they respect me for that. What was the week like for you, as you put it in perspective, with all the media attention, all the questions? Yeah, I mean, it was a long week, obviously, but like I said earlier, I'm not going to let that one play define me. I'm not going to let my team teammates ever ever question whether I'm going 100% or not. Never let the city question again whether I'm going 100% or not. So, I mean, I learned from it a lot. I was never going to let that one play define me as a player. And yeah, that was that. Did it impact you at all today? No. I just wanted to go out there and prove to my teammates that my effort should never be a question because I'm the type of player that's going to give them everything I had. I was sorry that if, if it wasn't portrayed that way last week, but I was going to make sure today that they knew. Thanks, Zach. How about Burton, who chipped in with seven catches, 65 yards, and of course, the long snap that helped the Eagles take a lead. At the end of the day, though, disappointment for Burton and this Eagles team. So close again, very similar to the New York game. I mean, what's the feeling like being so close? It's tough, man. It's frustrating, not in the sense of like, we can't do it, because obviously we've been in the red zone. I mean, we're on like the 12-yard line, 15-yard line or whatever. Again, it's just frustrating that we can't capitalize on it, because we can obviously get there and we can obviously get really close, you know, but we just need to be able to finish it one time before the season's over. You've been in the situation where Washington's guy hits Darren. What goes through your mind when you're closing in on a punt returner like that? What do you think of that play? Do you understand what he was thinking at that time? I think it was bullcrap, if you want me to be honest with you. The ball wasn't even close to Darren, and the guy just teed off on him. And he did the same thing to Selleck a couple plays earlier that gave Selleck the stinger. But the NFL will take care of that, you know. So I don't really want to speak too much more on that. But in my mind, like when I'm running down, I honestly get nervous because I don't want to hit the guy before the ball is there. You know, like I want it to be clear. It's like if you go back to my rookie year, we were playing at San 
a friend and I had one of those shots on the returner and the, he didn't have the ball and I was literally like this close to him and I just sidestepped him and because that's the last thing you want to do is hurt somebody. What do you think of the offense? Overall, I mean, I thought we did well. I think we ran the ball pretty well. Obviously, Ryan had a heck of a game. Him being the only running back we had for the majority of the game or, or whatever it was. So I think he did a good job. And then obviously guys stepped in where Barbara got hurt and a couple of things, mix and matching. But overall, I thought we played well. We just got to continue to work on it and capitalize, you know, when we're able to. And then the experience as a long snapper, Trey, I know you've talked about it here with the media quite a bit. What happens? You just get the call and you take a couple snaps on the sidelines and then all of a sudden you're in the game? Yeah, I mean, I knew I was the third guy and when Selleck wasn't, wasn't able to do it, and I knew I had to go in and get it done. And you had not snapped since when? Training camp. Not one snap? I don't think so, no. I'm just trying to get it back there, yeah. Well, good job. Thank you. Appreciate it. On the defensive side of the ball, the Eagles limiting Washington and that potent offense to 334 yards, but the Redskins averaging 7.3 yards per offensive play. The big throw to Jackson, who had three catches, 102 yards, and the 80-yard score. Brandon Graham, defensive end, knows that good effort is not enough when you come up short. Brandon, what do you take from this game? Tough game, tough loss. Just remember to, you know, stay together. You know, we got three opportunities left. Things hasn't been going with, going for us these last couple weeks, but, you know, don't waver because you don't want it to look even worse these last three games. So you got to kind of let this one out. Let all your emotions go today as far as, you know, if you hurt, you know, be hurt today. But tomorrow, kind of focus in and figure out what happened and then uh, try to capitalize on it on Tuesday and Wednesday and then uh, get ready for the Ravens. I mean, so close you're sitting there on defense, a fourth and two stop away from winning the football game. I know. It's tough because we didn't make that play, but at the end of the day, it was a couple of other plays in there we wish we could have back, but they made the plays. It sucks that we just got to keep having this taste in our mouth when we way better than this. What did you think of the way the defense played, Brandon? I think the defense played together. Just one play away from getting off the field sometimes, and they just made some plays in there. I mean, it's been like that all, all year. We're scratching and clawing. We just got to overcome, you know, those tight moments. What did Coach Peterson say after the game? You know, he's hurting. You know, we all hurt. We got to get ready for these next three. Like we said before, we never going to quit on this team. Hopefully we can get three good weeks out of, you know, everybody. Bring this thing, you know, home. I'm head coach Doug Peterson. Touchdown, Eagles! You're listening to the Eagles Live podcast with Dave Spadaro. For some big-picture perspective here, safety Malcolm Jenkins talked about the defensive effort and a season that has been close but no victories on so many occasions. In Detroit, at Dallas, against the New York Giants on the road, and then, of course, today, the Eagles at the 14-yard line, just a couple of plays away from putting away the Redskins. It didn't happen. Here's Malcolm Jenkins in the locker room. Malcolm, what do you feel as you walk out of the locker room right now? A bit of a mixed emotions. Obviously disappointed and numb, kind of recognizing where we are in the, in the big picture scheme but as I reflect on the game you know I am still proud of the way guys fought the way guys stepped up handled adversity and kind of you know gave ourselves a chance to win a football game thought guys played with great effort and energy and so when you have that when you know you can look at the guy to your left and right and know that everybody kind of gave their all and did their part and it just didn't go your way you don't hang your head too low on those so obviously not what we want but you know that's life what do you think of the defensive performance thought we played well. I mean, there's a couple plays here and there that we gave up, but I don't think we made the mistakes that we've made in the past games. Uh, they made some extraordinary catches on a few. You know, we went to the replay booth probably three or four times, and those just didn't swing our way. So it's, it was one of those days where, you know, they're making plays, we're challenging them, and we did a good job of giving ourselves a chance at least to uh, win this game, especially uh, Leotis McKelvin coming back with the pick six, put our team right back in it. So I thought it was a solid day. 
They get some big plays. Deshaun with the 80-yard catch and run. What makes him so dangerous? Well, his speed is the biggest thing. So if you want to, at any point in time, take that, that deep safety out of the field, uh, it puts some stress on your corner. So all it takes is one play from him, and that's really the only big one he had, um, that one, and it's effective. How will this locker room respond now moving forward? Well, we got one or two days to kind of decipher this and, and look forward. But, you know, we come in on Tuesday. We don't have the uh, luxury of looking at the big picture. We get one one week seasons and you only promise one opportunity. And that's the week that you have. So I think guys will get back, obviously make corrections. But for the rest of the season, it's really in, in this game included. It's just about making statements about who we are, what we stand for, regardless of what the outcome is, regardless of when to lose. We want to play a certain brand and style of football. Um, and so that's probably what the next three weeks will be. Do you think someday you'll sit back and go, gosh, 2016, close loss in Detroit, close loss in Dallas, Giants have the football at the end of the game, Washington have the football at the end of the game. Such a, a narrow margin winning and losing in this league. Well, I mean, that's something I, I kind of understand is being my eighth season is that margin for error in the NFL is very, very slim. You oftentimes go back and look at the tape and you're looking for one or two plays that you maybe could have made that would have changed the entire trajectory of the game. You know, so I think as we move forward and um, look forward, it's it's just how do we make up those one or two plays in every game? Um, and all of a sudden you take the situation that we're in now and, and it's flipped pretty significantly in the other direction. Find out what it really feels like to play for the Eagles with the all-new Eagles Fantasy Camp held from April 6th through the 8th at Lincoln Financial Field. The weekend includes Eagles legends, team practices and games, behind-the-scenes tours, and much more. Register now at eaglesfantasycamp.com. Head coach Doug Peterson talked about the 27-22 loss, the good and the bad, and the things that just didn't go well enough for the Eagles. Max effort, max effort. This this team responded. This team did an outstanding job today. We fought all the way to the end. There at one point, I thought we were actually going to fight after that, but this is a resilient group. I'm just honored to be to be leading those guys. Any loss in, in this league is, is tough, and the way the guys hung together and, and battled right to the end, yeah, it makes it tough. We were down to our fourth right tackle during the end of the game with, with Matt, and I thought Carson did uh, probably his, uh, his best game of the year, quite honestly, just the way he, he hung in there and battled the adversity with, with the changes up front. And the guys worked hard for him, too. It was a great effort. We were down to our one running back, and I thought Ryan hung in there and did a good job as well. So, But Carson overall really did a nice job. Carson Wentz, 32 of 46, 314 yards, one touchdown, one red zone interception that really hurt the Eagles when they were dominating time of possession early in the game. He came back late in the first half with a touchdown pass to Darren Sproles. Under pressure all day, kept a lot of plays alive with his legs, sacked four times. Here's Carson Wentz after the defeat. It's tough, you know, obviously in games like this, you just think of those couple plays. You know, those couple plays, had they gone differently, the outcome could be different. And we've had a lot of games like that this season, and it's frustrating, but at the same time, we just got to keep learning from them and keep growing as a team. I saw the same fight I've seen in guys all year. Obviously, execution isn't always there, but the effort and the resiliency of this football team, I've never questioned. I thought they've played their tails off, and guys care. You know, you can tell guys care. No one likes losing. I don't think there's a single person in that locker room that would say they didn't care. Some numbers to digest for you. The Eagles 9 of 18 on third downs, 383 yards. But here are a couple key stats. Washington with that 7.3 yards per play average. Two big ones to Jackson and the run. Chris Thompson, the touchdown late in the ballgame. Eagles now 5 and 8 as they get ready for next week in Baltimore against the Ravens. Thanks for joining us on the Eagles Live podcast, episode 53. I'm Dave Spadaro. Have yourselves a great Eagles night. Eagles!